Hey everybody, what's going on? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com, a part of the Bullpen Cart Podcast feed. It is myself and Maddie D, a shorter show, but we are previewing week 16 in the NFL and week two of bowl season. We go through our picks. Again, a quicker show. It is Christmas week. Matt and I are all over the board in terms of our schedules. So we did want to get our picks out, so we hope you enjoy them. Let us know what you think in the comments. Tweet at us, ThunderBLG, with any picks that you disagree with or agree with. Find us on Instagram, Thunderblog Sports is the handle there. Of course, follow and subscribe to the podcast. Search the bullpen cart wherever you get your podcasts. But enjoy the episode. Have a happy holiday season. We will see you next week. And here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast, presented by ThunderBlogSports.com. Week 16 in the NFL, we're in the heart of bowl season, and it's time to break it all down. It is myself, Jordy Cannell, and joining me as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Matty D. How are you? I'm ready. I'm, I'm dying right now. I need... Our boys on the field, okay? I'm not talking about the birds. It was great to see them last night. We'll get into that. But I need to see the Wolverines against Georgia. I'm dying here. Yes. um, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. The big games are starting to come up. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we'll get into it. But there's a lot of uh, concern for good reason, sadly. But concern, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. um, We'll get into college and the games there. We're going to do similar to last week. For those that don't that didn't listen last week, for one, go listen, see how crazy our picks were. But for two, we are going to jump right into picks. While we are getting some good games coming up this weekend, some of the Power Five teams and all that stuff, we're just going to jump into the NFL, especially with because it's Christmas week. Both of our lives are completely hectic. We this might be a, a shorter episode than you're used to, so we're going to jump right into the NFL. Then we'll circle back to college, talk about it. But yes, that is important to note of what Matt was talking about. That We talked about it last week. COVID only got worse in the NFL, which resulted in a number of games getting moved all over the board, including two games last night, Tuesday night, including the Eagles. And now that results in the Cleveland Browns playing from Monday to Saturday of this week on Christmas Day. And then next week being all the big games in college football, including the college football playoff next Friday, New Year's Eve, but there is a contingency plan and a potential, there might just be a national champion crowned that day if nobody can field a team sort of thing, but we'll talk about that towards the end. We'll jump into picks. If you're new to picks, it's five NFL games, one college game. We cannot pick the same side of the line. It is against the spread, but we can't go against each other. We do a snake draft order, but because it's just two of us, Matt will go first, and then I get two picks. So without further ado, Matt. Let's jump right into it. We are diving in. I'm totally sold on this team. Got a great Saturday night matchup. So Christmas Day, you get a little, you get a little bit of football on the schedule. The Indianapolis Colts are visiting the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are a one point favorite. I'm taking the Colts all the way. Um, I've been trying to figure out why, even when the Cardinals were, you know, the number one team in in, in the NFL, why they no one was really talking about them as a Super Bowl contender. Um, 
and I don't know, I'm not saying they're the house of cards. I feel like they're a team that can do some damage, but especially without DeAndre Hopkins, you know, AJ Green is not the AJ Green of five years ago. They've got they've got plenty of talent, but sometimes Kyler Murray can get a little I don't I don't know how to put it, just just off rhythm. Um, and they're coming up against a great Colts defense that can bring the heat along the um, defensive line, and the, the Cardinals don't have an elite offensive line. Uh, plus, Jonathan Taylor, in my mind, is your MVP leader in the MVP race at the moment. He has been just simply tremendous against the Cardinals defense that, especially since J.J. Watt went out, isn't, uh, and I wouldn't call them an elite defense in particular against the run. So I'm going to take the Colts, who are a rising team right now, to upset the Cardinals on Saturday night. I like that pick a lot, and I like that now another team has gone into the Cowboys. We're going to play on the same random night of the week formula. The NFL at least has tried to do something like that, where the Colts played last Saturday night, obviously beating the Patriots. They play on Christmas night, capping it off there. So, you know, somebody's at least getting that sort of thing, and also two teams don't get a, a short week. like the pick a lot. Keep it with me. I'm going to go to... A Sunday afternoon game. This is one of the closer lines that we have out there. But I'm going to go with a game that helps the Eagles. So that's part of why I'm picking it. But I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams. Minus three against the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings who have been kind of all over the board. Obviously lost to the the Lions a couple weeks ago. But have recently started to turn some things around for them. And figuring some some stuff out there. They're on a two-game winning streak right now since losing to the Lions. Um, I really don't like their defense at all. And the Rams have really started to show that their offense is getting it together, especially after all the different COVID scares they had. So I really like the Rams in this game. Going on the road to Minnesota in their, in the their uh, to kick off the Sunday slate. Oh, you know, I love the pick for the reason that you said for the Eagles. Uh, and, and honestly, the Rams really have started to refine their footing after losing yep. Robert Woods. Um, Cooper Cup is right now the best receiver in football. Much I mean, he was incredible last night against the Seahawks. He was. Oh, my God. Yeah. Unreal. You know he's coming. He's going to get it done. He's an elite technician at the position and really fun to watch. But you're starting to see other guys like Odell Beckham Jr., Van Jefferson have impact, which is super important, and their running game continuing to, stro- to, to rise to the occasion. But I think equally important, I think we forget a little bit of this, is that they have the best the best defensive player in football and arguably the best player in football and Aaron Donald, who continues to just destroy offensive lines and schemes. Um, he's amazing, plus some other really good talent there. So Rams team on the rise after adjusting to post-Woods life, if you will. And, you know, the Vikings, it's amazing. The Vikings actually just got three guys into the Pro Bowl already. And yet they probably I don't think they're I don't I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. I think that's a direct reflection of Kirk Cousins, even though I think their defense has certainly taken a step back as well. Um, but I yeah, you know, I, I do like this pick to be honest with you, man. It, it was one I was looking at. Um yeah, I was I was ready to take it, so you stole it from me. <laughs> All right, well it's two games for me, or my second pick. Um Yeah, there's a lot of weird lines. I'm gonna take one of them though. I see the Chiefs hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday afternoon, one of the late games. Uh, the CBS game probably going to be Jim Nance, Tony Romo, who, by the way, they were the early game this past week, and I know you were playing golf, so I didn't text you about this, but it was weird throwing on the 1 o'clock game of CBS and hearing Nance Romo then, uh, the Steelers and uh, whoever they beat. Whoever they beat, but it, w- it doesn't really matter because I had them on the money line, so I got one bet there. But regardless, Steelers have been all over the board. Oh, they beat the Titans. That's what it was. 
But Steelers have been all over the board, and I don't know. They, they really irked out that win. Their defense really clamped down. It's an 8.5-point spread, but I really don't see the Steelers getting a lot done in this game, which is bad for me against you in fantasy where, depending on how the Packers do Saturday night, I might really need Najee Harris to have a big afternoon. But I don't really see it with how well that, that Chiefs defense is playing. It's a weird game. It's a low over that you'd think for the for the Chiefs, but the Steelers' offense has been all over the board where they really haven't figured it out. Big Ben had to do a lot last week, a lot more than he's had to for a lot of the season where he's looked shaky at best. He obviously had not done a quarterback sneak. He needed two, got a touchdown out of one of them. But I like the Chiefs a lot in this at home. I'm going to pick them to cover this massive spread, which I really don't like, but I think the Steelers have really tried to like They've been overperforming over the last couple weeks. I think they have a, a down week here on the road at Arrowhead. Intriguing. Um, yeah, the Steelers are one of the most shocked, like fundamentally fundamentally challenging teams to understand the NFL right now. So yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you there. Yeah. Okay. Their, their defense yeah. played incredible. Um, TJ Watt obviously came off, you know, he was hurt and came back. And then um, he ends up, at the, the last play of the game, he and I'm forgetting the other, the other linebacker's name. But both had bruised ribs. They both had to miss plays. And then they had that incredible shutdown as the Titans are driving. And um, not Bud Dupree. It he's wasn't Bud Titans Dupree. Now. Bud, yeah, he's it on the Titans. It wasn't Devin Bush. No, it was, uh, he'd left, anyway. he was out for the previous play and he made the tackle to finish it. Um, I'm just trying, I don't know. I should, but I should just know their linebackers. Yeah. But, but yeah, your thoughts on the pick. Um, you know, I... I it, uh, like I know it's a big spread. I, I think the Chiefs are humming, and so that uh, defense is playing wonderfully. Um, and if there's anybody that's going to beat a really good Steelers defense, it's going to be it's going to be Mahomes in this offense, who I still think have more to give there as well, which is pretty impressive if you think about it. Yeah. Um. So no, I uh, I, I mean I I like the pick, and and I think um, the Chiefs are are getting close to locking up that number one overall seed, and this is going to help do it. Yep. So it's back to you. Boy, because there are some big lines out there. I know they're nuts. I'm, I'm going to go with a game that is really important for a couple teams too. It's a very critical game, um, and that is going to be the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, the Ravens shocked me last week that they were even in that game against the pa- Packers, let alone a two-point conversion away from winning the game. Um, I don't think. And I don't know if Lamar will be back, so this pick's kind of a tough pick. But I like the Bengals here at home. They need it. We know they're super talented. And I think, honestly, equally as important there is the fact that um, I don't think Tyler Huntley can do it again. We now got a little film on him. I think the Bengals are super hungry. It's it's a very needed win for them. I'm very impressed by Joe Burrow. So I'm going to take an explosive Bengals offense and an underrated Bengals defense to to beat the Ravens and kind of continue to send them plummeting out of the playoff picture in, in what is a massive game. Uh, on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good pick. I kind of agree with you. Huntley played really well in that second half for the for the Ravens. Do you have any thoughts on the Har- the Harbaugh? We've had it now two of the last three weeks, and they've lost all three games by a point, but two of the last three weeks, if you didn't watch, they go for two instead of kicking the field goal. Went with the analytics. Do you have any thoughts on that? Anything there? Do you like that he's sticking to his guns? I mean, I fully supported the first attempt. I can't tell you I love the second one because you don't have your starter, right? You have, yeah. And I know, I know, I know Huntley's kind of like a Lamar light. You know, he's got the same like build and stuff. But there's a reason Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson. I love Correct. it with Lamar. 
I also hated the play call, right? Now, yeah. The hard part, when you when you roll out, right, when you roll a quarterback out like that, unless the initial read's open, it can be a very challenging play. Um, but, but again, personally, I didn't like it in that particular case. So, um, although I guess, I guess you could argue, right, like are you really going to be Aaron Rodgers in overtime? I, I don't know the answer to that. But, uh, no, I wouldn't have done it with my backup quarterback, to be honest. No, I, I agree. So it's back to me. And you know what? I'm going to go to Christmas Day. Uh, uh, no, you have the other Christmas game. But Packers hosting the Browns. Browns actually looking kind of decent on uh, on Monday afternoon against the Raiders and holding their own there. Having said that, the Packers are humming. I do think this is a big test for the Green Bay defense where the Packers have played some pretty solid games. They did kind of let the Ravens back into that game last week where we were just talking about it. You know, they're two-point conversion away. They end up winning that game, but through the last couple weeks, they've played some teams that they've allowed a bunch of points. They've allowed 30 points to a Lamarless Ravens, 30 points to the Bears, and then a few weeks ago, almost a month ago now, 28 points to the Rams, who we were just talking about, had a, have a very good offense. But then 31 to the to the Vikings. I need to see what this defense does. Is this the game where they finally clamp down? I'm not entirely sure. I think they win this game, but I am going to take the Browns plus 7. Because uh, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna take the the Packers to cover this. I I really can't sell myself with the Browns. Nick Chubb looked really good, but their fucking their defense was all over the board. I know Miles Garrett has played really well, but I think the different ways that they can that the Packers can peel that onion and and find different ways to kill you. Aaron Rodgers using um, it's is it Huntley the name of their their tight end? What's their tight end's name? Their tight they use their tight end. Incredibly, obviously, well, Devontae well, Adams. Um, they had they had Robert Tanya, but uh, yeah, Tanya's hurt. Lewis and, and there's yeah, there's another. But Mercedes Lewis, who like everyone does know, is still in the league. Yeah, used to be a Jaguar. It's a pretty guy for the Jaguars. He's he's their current um, one of their current stars. But they had another guy that they were uh, using a bunch too. I mean, he Aaron yeah, Rodgers. It's it because of how bad Tanya was and how little he was used at the beginning of the season. You forget how talented he is at going over the middle with his big men, and obviously Devontae Adams just cuts left and right. It's pretty incredible to watch, and with Aaron Jones starting to get healthier and healthier, and it's and AJ Dillon obviously has been very good and has been in the mix a ton. But the fact that they now have a two-headed beast, where Dillon can be that north-south guy, and Jones just making plays. The touchdown he had was incredible, where he just literally took advantage of the fact that nobody was in the flat and was like, "All right, throw it to me, touchdown." I don't know. I changed my mind, taking the Packers minus seven and a half. I can't sell myself. <laughs> I would have. I mean. It, it, and, and, and you know what the, the problem with the Browns is they're just playing low scoring football right now. Yeah. And it gets a Packers team that's probably not your best bet. Not, and I'm not saying that um, Packers are going to score a ton. The Browns really do have a great defense and a great pass rush, but it's just tough in the NFL. Maybe Nick Chubb gets it going, but I'm not convinced he will. Well, they have a really good rush defense, right? Of where they've held teams, they force teams have to pass. And depending on who's playing, who's in at quarterback for the Browns, it's going to be tough. But the right. low scoring was why initially yeah. why I went with Cleveland. But I, yeah, I just can't sell myself on it. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, yeah. Well, I'll go next. I'm going to go to the game that's actually tomorrow. Uh, I really like this match. It's a great match. I like this match too. Night. Yeah, kind of a random match, not what you see a lot. 49ers visiting the Tennessee Titans. The um, 49ers come in still pretty hot. Uh, they look great. They're doing a lot of good things. They've got some big time playmakers defense offensively that are starting to shine through. And I love this defense, Nick Bosa. Oh. 
still continues to impress. You got to watch him specifically on film. Um, going up against the Titans team that, you know, I wasn't a believer in, so you know which way my pick is going already. Titans are desperate for a win. Um, Julio Jones pretty much back on IR. A.J. Brown might return. Still no Derrick Henry at the moment. So I, I, like the, I like the 49ers on a Thursday night to go in and really solidify themselves as that number, number I mean, not a number six seed, but working towards that number five seed. And honestly, all of a sudden, the Cardinals have come back down to earth. They're in a fight for the division a little bit. Only three weeks left, but they easily could be a game back with the win here. So I'm taking the 49ers. Love where they're going. By the way, Jimmy Garoppolo has actually been the best via QBR, the best quarterback over the last five weeks in all football. So Kyle Shanahan's got his guys humming a little bit. Yeah, and Debo Samuel playing really well, being used both as running back and as a uh, a wide receiver, yeah. obviously. He's, I read, 10th in rushing touchdowns as a wide receiver. Or Really? The, oh, wait, I did see that. And the, if, and if he, he actually is leading the team with that, too. Yeah. I believe. He's leading the team in rushing touchdowns, which is wild, right? Yeah. Um, no, I love the pick. I almost went with that. I uh, For my next one, there's some interesting games out here. There's some real stinkers. There's te- there's games of stinkers, games of injury-prone teams. I'm going to go with another big line that I just – I think the team on the other side of it is completely done, even though the favored team just got shut out and just lost their playoff superstar. But that being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think they're pissed off. You called it, Matt. You had the Saints. You knew it. I forgot that the Saints were undefeated because they lost to the or in the regular season because they lost to the Bucks. But undefeated in the regular season in the Tom Brady era are the New Orleans Saints against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the Bucks playing the Panthers. Panthers looked god awful last week. Bucks obviously didn't score a single point. That said, I think Tom Brady is going to whip whatever receivers he has in shape. Obviously, Chris Godwin done for the season. Looks like Mike Evans is probably going to miss this game. Still has Gronk. He has all these young guys that really, I guess, didn't read the playbook. But Tom Brady's going to show you, you know, this is what we do. You're not going to eat strawberries. You're going to read the book. Ronald Jones, come on here. Here you go. Ronald Jones going to have like 15 touchdowns. It's obviously an exaggeration. But I love the Bucks to completely <laughs> smash a Carolina Panthers team whose defense looks atrocious. Cam Newton, they just they can't figure out what the fuck to do with them. And they'll probably have a kicker, but maybe the highlight of the not top 10 for 2021 was watching them try to audition kickers with PJ, PJ Walker trying to kick balls. And it all looked like onside kicks. This Panthers team is in complete disarray. And I think the bucks have a huge get right game, even with a 10 point spread. Yeah. Tough for the bucks, right? Not only Leonard Fournette, but Chris Godwin goes down. Um, Mike Evans left the game. He's a guy who is great as talented as he is, has some injury history. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough sled. That being said, their defense continues to play better, um, and Brady will figure it out. Antonio Brown back in the building, fully healthy. They've got some good tight ends. They'll they'll figure it out as as best way. Honestly, Brady does better with no names. So yeah. maybe Tyler Johnson and uh, and Scotty Miller and uh, Bashard Perryman could do some damage for him as well. So I'm sure he'll figure it out. Yeah, Multi- of, four, I think it's probably better. Multi tight end sets. They did that at the Patriots when uh, Gronk yeah. and Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> When he wasn't yeah, killing yeah, exactly. people. <laughs> no, that was pretty much every Sunday, apparently. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we swing back my way. Um, and is this my last one, or do I have one more? You have two more. Yeah, you have two more. Two more. I'm not going to wait any longer. I saw what I needed to see last night. 
I'm ready to be heard again. But the Eagles are back at home at the link playing against uh, the division rival, New York Giants. Already lost to them surprisingly once. The Giants may have Daniel Jones, may have Mike Glennon, may have neither of the two. I don't know. Jake Fromm. Um, I, Jake Fromm. I am all in on the Eagles covering. It's a huge nine-and-a-half-point spread. I know that sounds weird, but where this running game is going right now is just so impressive in my mind um, that yeah, I, I doubt – I don't see the Giants slowing this this running team, this running game down right now for the Eagles. Uh, it's been very impressive, impressive lately. So I love the direction. I think the defense is continuing to play better than people expected, which I also like to see. Um, and I think you're going to see a – a Eagles, a resounding Eagles victory heading into the rematch for the with the Washington football team in the next week and keeping them in the playoff discussion. I love that that call. The defense, great point. Fletcher Cox, humongous game last night, and obviously, you know, the game started not in the best way. Unfortunate bounce on that pick for Jalen Hurts, where you know Dallas Goddard needs to catch that, but you know, then kind of a freak interception. But I think overall, the way that they rebounded from it, you kind of expected a slower start. It was kind of similar to the Jets game where the defense, I don't know if they were you know still asleep from the bye week or what it was, but then they really stepped it up and really clamped down in the second half and into the second quarter too. But yeah, the offense is really starting to purr. And obviously, he's already a legend because of the Super Bowl speech, but Jason Kelsey game of his life last night and just oh my god pure leader obviously the big run where he's just ahead of everybody that that's sprinting down the field and almost had the the closeout block but smartly did not try to either stop and let him buy or hold him um whichever football team d-back that was but just an incredible game from Jason Kelsey. Chris Long changing his Twitter avatar to a picture of Jason Kelsey today in appreciation. I like that Just one. incredible, yeah. Um, no, but I like it a lot. I think what we saw out of the Giants last week was a pretty slow and not really good game. Saquon's first fumble in the NFL. Their defense just really, they kind of, you know, they bent and didn't totally break. Obviously, they lost the game, but... They, I don't know, they didn't really have a, a solid answer for really the tight end play. Dalton Schultz had a really good game for the Cowboys. The receivers and Dak, kind of a slow day for them. Zeke had a really good game. But using tight ends that way I think is a big key, and we're starting to see Dallas Goddard, who had a huge, huge game, which we've been asking for, right, with Jalen Hurts. So I, I really like that pick, Matt. But it comes back to me, my final NFL pick, and... Hmm, there's some real stinkers out there. I'm uh, I'm gonna go with a, a Saturday or Sunday one o'clock game that I'm excited to watch. I hope it's a better game than their previous matchup on Monday Night Football. That's the Bills and the Patriots playing Ooh, in New game. England. A huge game. The Bills right now on a bit of a skid. They did win this past week. But a bit of a skid where they lost to the Patriots, obviously, a couple weeks ago, where they, the weather completely fucked them up on Monday Night Football. Then they got hosed against the Bucks two weeks ago. Last week they win. Having said that, New England Patriots went into last week feeling fairly high and mighty going into the Colts. Everybody seemed to be all in on the Pats, including myself. Should have been assigned to bet the Colts. Do everything there. By the way, we forgot to mention, 
Eagles now officially have the Colts' first-round pick. Carson Wentz hit 75 snaps. Let's go. I like the Patriots to have, like I used for the Bucks and Tom Brady, a get-right game. I think Belichick figures out this Bills team that had a really good game. Devin Singletary, we've talked all year that Josh Allen has been the primary point of rushing for him. Devin Singletary had a really good game last week. Stephon Diggs had a really good game last week. I think the Bills slow down a little bit, and I think the Patriots' defense, very good against the rush. I think they completely neutralize the rushing attack from Buffalo and force Josh Allen to try to have to take take care of business. This could be a very high-scoring game. It could also be a very low-scoring game where the Patriots' D just slows Josh Allen down just enough that the Patriots pull this out. The spread itself for this one is Patriots minus two and a half. I'm gonna take that because it is it. You, know, you get the three point bonus for being at home, so they're saying Bills getting the neutralization there. But I like a last second field goal to maybe make the difference. Maybe this game goes to overtime. I actually really I like the over a little more than I like the under, even though both defenses are pretty good. But I like the Patriots in this one. Could you pick? What could you pick in the Patriots? It's a rare sight. I'm telling you, I. Uh... Uh, I'd have to agree. I'm leaning Pats. It is tough though because you know the Bills. I really like the Bills. Game, but it's in, but it's in, but it's in New England, so that would probably exactly. Sway it's at Gillette. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I, 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 and it's a huge game. I mean, the winner essentially to me has the AFC East. Um, at least in my mind. Um, but you never know. Football's crazy. So I go yeah, back I to. Guess, I, I, I'm good. Well, I was going to say, I guess. So the Bills win. They obviously have the same record as the Patriots. They split. They'd have the same record, but they'd have a better division record. The Bills would be 4-1 and one in the division. Patriots would be 3-2. and two. The Patriots would still have a better conference record. What is next after head-to-head in division? Is it divisional know. record? You'd I think, think, right? I think it's conference. I thought is it, was it still conference record? conference record? I know it's I conference might. record for like wild cards and shit like that. Yeah. But I don't know about in division. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see if the Bills win. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have to make sure one of us picks. Very rare you see one of these games, let alone two. But oh, even the lines. Yeah. There's two pickums. Yep. You've got um, the, the garbage Broncos bowl and, and the Raiders, injury bowl. I'm going to stay away from because of the injuries there. Yeah. I'm going to go to the garbage bowl. What a great matchup. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars travel to the cold north to take on the um, – uh, the New York Jets, who are also floundering. It's an even game. And interestingly enough, by the way, I just learned this stat. It was pretty shocking to me. Um, but uh, Derrick Henry has the same amount of uh, uh, passing touchdowns as Trevor Lawrence does over the last eight games. <laughs> <laughs> I And all that being said, I'm going to take the Jags on the road. I think Trevor Lawrence has a bounce-back game. He's got to play well eventually. This is the defense to do it against. Yeah, it's a team that obviously lost their coach. They've lost their way a little bit. Um, I think they sneak one out here. I think if you if you're the Jaguars, you want to lose, and if you're the Jets, you want to lose. Um, but I just I don't know. I have a f- feeling that it's time for Lawrence to show why he was the number one overall pick. Because honestly, right now I know it's a crappy team. Don't get me wrong, but boy, it's uh, not a great look for Jacksonville uh, Jacksonville fans. Uh, with with the way their team has been playing this year, and really the way even tre- even even though the team's bad, like Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow had a bad first year, and it was better than this. So, um, 
we'll see what happens. But I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the Jaguars to uh, up up upset, not upset to pick them to beat the Jets um, in the Meadowlands. Yeah, it's a really intriguing game. Two rookie quarterbacks, Zach Wilson, see what he can do against a team the the Jacksonville defense that really played poorly. And I know Davis Mills had Brandon Cooks to throw the ball to last week, so. What are you thinking, like Elijah Moore? Is he is he playing? Is he healthy? No, he's no, COVID. I, doesn't he's, he? I thought he was hurt again. Yeah, um, oh, was he COVID? I thought he was hurt again. It's one or the other. It's either COVID or he's hurt. Somebody on that team, Jameson Crowder, maybe. Oh no, he's hurt too. Um, someone on the Jets ends up trying to take it over the top and go that way. But I don't know. I this is going to be <laughs> either a game that ends up being like. 27 27 and and we're getting red zone alerts left and right on this or it's going to be like seven to three and you know a grand total of like 400 yards between the two teams so i don't know it's the garbage bowl for a reason but yeah with the the bills of the patriots on at the same time i, I feel like if you're watching red zone on sunday you're barely seeing this game <laughs> um, you know what though it's funny though because it's making it's making a few guys fantasy viable that maybe weren't yeah you're right right like all of a sudden michael like james robinson's always fantasy viable but my uh michael carter the running back for the jets who's going to get an opportunity to start he he's like well maybe i want him on my roster so you know sometimes, sometimes playing a bad team it's why you do want to tune in because quite frankly <laughs> you get you get some good uh good fantasy points out oh of yeah so we'll see yeah, uh, so we did miss a few games. You mentioned the injury bowl, the Broncos visiting the Raiders, just a ton of injuries. Poor Teddy Bridgewater getting hurt. Yeah. Um, we can go, I guess, in order of the ones we missed. We got Christmas. We missed the Chargers visiting the Texans. I almost went with this game. This feels like a, if you're the Texans, you just won another game. You're now kind of in contention for the for close to the number one pick. So, do you, like, do you just completely tank this game and let the Chargers get an easy win there? That's part of why I stayed away. You know, they, they play decent against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but the Chargers are a different animal. Yeah, I, I would agree with your statement there. I don't think there's a lot um, that the, they're going to be able to do. Yeah. Although Austin Eckler has COVID, so that might make a difference in this I game. I heard that. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, Bills. Jackson, yeah, a couple, they got a couple of guys. Go ahead. Yeah. Or not Bills. Bears going to Seattle. This is another one I almost picked, but, game. like, <laughs> who the fuck knows? The Bears have played decent in the last couple weeks, although they didn't play well this past week. So, who knows? It's basically Jekyll and Hyde with the Bears. They're, you know, Chicago wants Mac Nagy completely gone. The Seahawks are, like, the biggest question mark team of, of all. They looked weird last night. I don't know on that one. Hey, what, man? Seattle's got a lot of interesting decisions. I know. Um yeah, Washington. We didn't talk Washington Cowboys. I think that's the Cowboys' big line, and I get it. Washington looked looked atrocious. Like a defense that couldn't. Well, if a defense that can't stop the run is not going to go to Dallas, that's that's a problem. Yeah. Um, Z- so yeah Zeke we'll and Tony goes, Pollard right. just humming. They're going to fucking right. roll all over. It's going to be a long. That's uh, going to be a long one. Right? I don't understand. So, so so NBC has the the right to flex games. Why do they not flex this game? Was it because the football yeah, was team weird. was like in it's contention it's, a couple it's weeks ago? Because it's Dallas too. Yeah, Dallas, I guess that's a good they point. Get, they get the ratings, man. Right? Yeah, that's a good this, point. Sadly, yep. yeah, because you have Bills, I mean, Patriots. Incredible. You have even Baltimore, Cincinnati would have been a good game to have. Like, I, agree. I get you can't move like Cleveland, Green Bay out because it's the Christmas game, but like you could have gotten a couple of these these guys onto onto there. So I don't know. Even Steel, like Steelers, Kansas City, you get the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football again, and you get the Steeler crowd. Which 
you know, is at least a decent chunk of the Northeast, or at least the mid mid Atlantic. But it's no Cowboys numbers, well, I guess. Sometimes is what it is, right? And then finally, the Monday Night Football game: the Saints hosting the Dolphins. Dolphins on a complete heater. Really need this to stay in the hunt for the playoffs. So do the Saints. But the Saints have a lot of tiebreakers that aren't going their way. I don't really know about this one. Taysom Hill looked okay on Sunday Night Football. And and their defense looked awesome against the Bucks. Obviously, pitching a shutout. But I don't know. Tua's looking better and better every week. So this is a game that I really don't have an idea on either side of. Because it's really a unstoppable force versus a movable object type, type of thing. At least it's coming in that way. I would have to agree, though. It's a very strange matchup. Very hard to get a finger on. The Saints play really well against the Bucks. They have, they still have a very solid defense, so I think they'll give Tua some fits. But the the, the Dolphins have a great def- a good defense as well, and they're I think they're going to give I think they're going to give the Saints some fits, even with Alvin Kamara, who by the way, didn't have an amazing game, but but you could see his impact right when he's healthy. So he's a he's a great piece to have it back. But um, I'm probably taking the Saints at home. Uh, but again, it's I mean it's honestly it's like an intriguing matchup, so I'll probably watch it. Yeah. I can't see. I'm like, wow, have to be there, kind of thing. Um, yeah, would like, and I want to say it's help the Eagles because the Dolphins are just crushing our draft pick situation right now. Come on, yeah. So it's really a lose lose for Eagles fans because these are the Saints. Either do staying at pace with the Eagles, obviously they have the tiebreaker for beating them, but then they, the the draft pick looks better, or the Dolphins win and the Eagles have a you know a whole game. Presumably they win on the Saints, so you know. It's one or the other, but the draft pick goes down. But so, let's right. go to the college. So, we do get some really interesting games. You mentioned that before. We get some ranked matchups, including one that, that closes it out. I'm going to think, you know, and this kind of gives us a deadline of when we need to do the next podcast by, but I'm going to think that we're going to try to do the ne- next week's show before next Thursday. So, I'm going to say let's well, go through the 29th. Well, here's the problem, Jordy. Yeah. Jordy, I'm gone. Oh, you're week. gone. Oh. Yes. Oh. I will be golfing in warm Dominican Republic. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Changes with COVID. So, so you got to find a way. I don't think we can, I don't think we can ca- capture it all. Um, so we can leave some out and, and you can do, uh, find me, maybe, maybe have somebody jump on with you in that Yeah, I'll, I'll find um, a replacement. So I'm sorry. Oh, I'm you're not good. I'm sorry, by the way. Let me be really clear. Hey, I'm really excited. The fans get to hear. <laughs> fans get to hear what you're doing. Yes. But still, let's That's go right. through through next Wednesday, and I'll get somebody Sounds to come good. on next week to talk about these games. Um, so we'll go through the 29th through the Alamo Bowl is what the pick it, is what our picks will be for this. Cool. Uh, do, let me ask you a question: Is this is that in there? Do next Wednesday? Oh no, we're off the hook. Because the other thing you got to talk about is the fact that uh, Texas A&M pulled out of their bowl game, but that's a conversation for next week. They did. That's a pretty wild story. Okay, it, is they, it me or you with the first one? It is. Uh, it's actually me. Um, I'm gonna go. No pressure. Yeah. Um, hmm. I am gonna take. There's a really good bowl that's tomorrow night that I'd like to take, but I want to talk about bigger games. But I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm going to take... Actually, you know what? I'm going to take a different game. Take one on my wife's birthday at noon. The Birmingham Bowl. Houston hosting Auburn. And Auburn with some news this week that Bo Nix transferring to Oregon, which I'd love to hear your thoughts on in a second. Really nuts. Um, But this game's going to be really interesting to see. 
they don't have their quarterback, so they're going to really rely on Tank Bigsby to see what he's going to do. Houston has an incredible passing game, and the Auburn defense was kind of all over the board in the SEC. Ended up having some pretty good games, some some decent games. Now, Auburn is favored. I think that's a little, probably a little SEC bias, but I'm going to take Houston plus two and a half here. I actually really like this, partially on the Bo Nix news. So I'm going to go that way, but I, I do like this Houston team a lot. I really like Clayton Toon. McCaskill, the running back, is pretty, pretty awesome. And Nathaniel Dell, pretty talented wide receiver. So I like Houston here, plus two and a half. Good pick, and I think your comment about Auburn, I, I think that makes sense, right? So I uh, I would have to agree with Bo Nix going. There's a lot of chatter around the program right now. Yeah. Um, also, the SEC you know, never which, really has a good bowl record, which I feel like we never talk no. about because they win national championships. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, so I can go through. You said I can go through next Wednesday, correct? Yeah, next Wednesday. The the uh, okay. The or the Oregon Oklahoma matchup, which is the. Yeah, how can Alamo I not t- touch that one? If you're not going to go there, I'll go to the Alamo Bowl. Um, both teams coming in with a lot of uncertainty, right? Both head coaches gone. Um, this is like a fascinating game to look at from in a way. Um, o- Oklahoma's a four-and-a-half-point favorite? Boy. Boy, oh, boy. I'm going to have to go. I'm gonna have to go Oklahoma in this one, I like um, solely because I'm not a I'm not a believer in Oregon's uh, quarterback Brown. Any Brown, he just really didn't show up in this this season that much. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Oklahoma here. Caleb Williams still pretty great, and they still have a bunch of good players. So I'm gonna take Oklahoma um, to cover that little spread and uh, and uh, and win one for um, Bob Stoops. Who's awesomely back <laughs> out of game, retirement? Pretty cool, isn't that it's cool, awesome. man? Yeah, yeah. and they did that like awesome. right away. Like as soon as it was announced that um, Lincoln Riley was going to USC, it was like Bob Stoops will coach. <laughs> I was like, yeah. wait a second, he's, isn't he retired? So, is Marvin Mims cool. their wide receiver? Is he related to, to Denzel? Is that his brother? I have to figure that. I haven't figured that out. I heard that, uh, but I don't know to be honest. But yeah, um, that's an interesting. A, yeah, interesting little. Yeah, one. that would be an interesting. Maybe or like a cousin. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but Caleb Williams, you mentioned it. He's been pretty good since he took over the starting job. I think now, too, with Radler gone, I think he uh, loosens it up, and I think he shows the Oklahoma fans, yeah, that yeah. you know you're you're in good hands with me. I like that. I think it's a good point too. I didn't really think of that, but I definitely think he's got a chance to show people, hey, you know, this is, and, and he's now probably not going to go. He was talking maybe he follows to USC, but USC got the recruit. They got Kendall Slovis, so yeah. I think he stays in Oklahoma um, and goes from there. Yeah. Yeah, which will be exciting. But Matt, since you won't be here next week, and the Mayo Bowl is after this set deadline that we made, I did want to get your thoughts on the fact that the winning coach will be taking a Mayo bath in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I did not know that until right now, and that yeah. is both wonderful and slightly terrifying yeah, at the same right. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're going to have um, a lot of good games on the 30th, obviously, yes. on Christmas Eve, or on New Year's Eve, with... Uh, Pretty much, every, you know, all the the big games, the playoffs, some of the other New Year's Six games. So, Matt, we'll miss you next week, but obviously you're going to have a blast yeah. in the Dominican Republic. Any last thoughts before we cut it off? Can't wait for the football, college football playoff. I hope COVID doesn't impact it at all. I won't. I'm not going. I won't bring up anything more. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to jinx my our guys, uh, the Wolverines. But I hope for some great games, um, and um, you know. 
excited for the NFL to kind of end as well and get into the playoffs here shortly too. That'll be really, really fun to watch and be a part of. So there's just a lot of good stuff going on in football right now. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. And um, yeah, but that's going to do it. Everybody enjoy the football this week. Let us know what you think of our picks in the comments. Any of our astounding dynamite analysis. I know sometimes I was tripping over my words. But let us know what you agree with, disagree with, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter, ThunderBLG. Follow the bullpen cart. Search that wherever you get your podcasts. Smash subscribe. Leave us a five-star review, all that good stuff. Thunderblog Sports on Instagram. But that is it for this week. For my man, Matty D, I am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. Have a great weekend, everybody. And fly, Eagles, fly, baby!